Welcome, everyone, to Mystery, a podcast about myths and history. I'm one of your hosts, Bryant, with my permanent guest, Cami. Welcome back. Thank you. Welcome back to you as well. Thanks. Uh, Cami is being a trooper. She's not feeling super great, but she's here. So please send her T's and P's to recover and get through this head cold or whatever she's got going on, right? Yes. Because <laughs> our weather is going kind of crazy here in October. But that's right. It is October. And as you know, Cami, we have a theme. Uh, what is this theme? Can you explain it? Sure. It's mostly just like a literary theme of things that were written. Um, I think the latest one would probably be the 1800s. So we're not going super far back. But we're going into some kind of spookier stuff, yeah. some mysteries. Today, yeah, it's all like fictional characters. They all kind of, or, or fiction and their authors, because we talked about um, Sherlock Holmes and we have to talk about Doyle. Today we're talking about Agatha Christie, who's known for her character, uh, Hercule Poirot, uh, the, the egg-headed guy. And you can't really talk about him without talking about her either because she's just as fascinating and was able to create this character and she's pretty contemporary um honestly she uh died in the 70s the 1970s so um and she, so she was reading Doyle and, and things like that and Poirot was definitely uh modeled after him in a lot of ways but yeah so we're going to discuss a specific interesting sp spooky thing that happened in Christie's life um, kind of early in her career, right after things had just started going off for her. So, Cammie, why don't you set the scene for us and regale us? Okay, sure. Uh, first off, I use the New York Times uh, Paper Chase, When the World's Most Famous Mystery Writer Vanished by Tina Jordan, and then historic-uk.com, The Curious Disappearance of Agatha Christie. It was early December 1946 when Agatha Christie's car was found, with the front wheels dangling over the edge of a pit in Guilford, England. All that remains in the remained in the vehicle were some articles of clothing and an attaché case filled with papers, no author to be found. By December 6, two days after the woman left her Berkshire home, papers from London to New York were reporting the mystery. By December 9th, over 500 airplanes had been deployed to look for her. It was the first time airplanes had been used in a missing persons case. Still, the police found nothing. Desperate, they brought her beloved dog to the scene, hoping he could pick up her scent and lead the authorities to her. But all he did was whine when they arrived. Desperate for answers, the police tried to turn to her latest book for a clue, but could not find a copy. Only that the title was The Blue Train, and her brother-in-law was supposed to have the manuscript. He did not. The authorities reached out to motorists in the area and all breeds of search dog, even some common street mutts, to see if they could turn up a clue. Still nothing. The home security, uh, I guess like the English home security um, himself, urged Sir Arthur Conan Doyle and Dorothy L. Sayers to help in the search. Doyle used one of Christie's discarded gloves to clairvoyantly speak to the missing woman, while Sayers used uh, the available clues. Both armchair sleuths came up cold. For 11 days, the police were baffled and were starting to consider her disappearance a suicide. Her husband had been having an affair with a much younger woman, and Christy had been feeling down, according to several people close to her. She had left three letters the night before she disappeared, one to her husband, one to her brother-in-law, and one to her maid. While her husband and her brother-in-law had burned their copies, the maid turned hers over to the police though it just contained shopping instructions, no clues to where the writer was. But on December 15th, 1926, she was found at the Hydro Spa in Yorkshire. 
She claimed she had no memory of the events that the events that led her there. Her husband even claimed she didn't know who she was. She had checked in under the name Miss Tressa Neal, which seemed to be just a name she had thought up in her apparent state of amnesia. But two years later, when Christy and her husband divorced, he married his lover, none other than Miss Tressa Neal. Yeah, this is pretty wild and and very significant in her life, it seems like, although it, it didn't really go public. Uh, interestingly enough, I there's an Agatha Christie.fandom.com. Like, fandom has its own, you know, like, umbrella. Like, we've I've used it before on cryptids and things like that. And it has an Agatha Christie one, of course. And they have a great write-up on this that I, I kind of got my summary for it. And they note Christie's own autobiography makes no mention of her disappearance. And one of her biographers, uh, an authorized biographer, Janet Morgan, believes that she really, like, her and, and some doctors believe that she just sort of had, like, a anxiety or a panic attack, essentially, a, a crisis, like, a kind of a, a life crisis um, here. She was in her 20s at the time? No. I thought in her she 30s. was 36 yeah. or something. She was she? born in 1890, and this happened in, what, 26 or 25? 26, so, yeah, yeah, she was, like, in her late 30s. So, yeah, very midlife crisis-y the way that this was going it was kind of wild to see but i i i really enjoy i i started listening to the audiobooks much like i did for um sherlock holmes i listened to the audiobooks um a, a couple years ago i think 2016 or 17 and i even just when we when we decided we were doing this i was able to listen to the entirety i finished it this morning actually of the first um book the audiobook i i love it the actor charles armstrong narrates it and he does a really good job and if you haven't seen, there's a great BBC show that ended in like 2013. It, it ran, I think, from the 90s till 2013. They like came back a few years. And David Suchet, um, he's really great. He has a great strong voice. He does uh, Poirot and that. Yeah, Christy has been super influential in Poirot too. Christy, just like um, Conan Doyle, had a really strong uh, and involved life. I mean, she herself was, was really busy. And she... Um, she was involved in some way in both wars, kind of as a nurse. Um, she was uh, really big into uh, things like um, uh, toxicology, archaeology, pharmacology. She was really big in that, and it shows in her novels. In, in the first book, uh, The Mysterious Affair uh, at the at Styles uh, has to do with strychnine poisoning and all sorts of little things like that. There's a big emphasis on, like, the victim dying late in the night from the strychnine after consuming laced um, coffee or cocoa and they're but strychnine actually quickly so they're trying to explain that and and it's so it's really nice a great part about the story too if if you've never watched or seen it i think it shows more in the books than the show i've only seen a couple episodes of the show there's another main character hastings he was a a veteran of the war he's an englishman and he he sort of represents our point of view he's he's very much the watson and <laughs> I, I was reminded when I was reading it how Poirot, like, basically calls him an imbecile as much as he can. Like, he's just like, oh, I have figured out uh, that this could not be so. And Hastings like, really, Poirot? How could you figure that out? And he's like, Hastings, how could you not see, you dummy? Like, I'm just like, <laughs> go easy on him. But it's 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 good. Like, he... They have a really strong friendship, and 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 Poirot. I mean, he's he's an interesting character too. He's definitely like um, obsessive compulsive, and they show that in some interesting ways in adaptations. Um, Kenneth Branagh, a couple years ago, he did the Murder at the Orient Express, 
and there's the Death of the Nile uh, movie that's coming out. It's it's very modern. They're definitely taking some cues from um, the Guy Ritchie Sherlock Holmes stuff. It's not as like edgy, but like I love the Guy Ritchie stuff. We we said that I watched the the Murder on the Orient Express, and it was it was quite good. Kenneth Branagh's version is fun, and he does a great job. Yeah, it, it's great. the The stories themselves are fantastic, and and Christie is just a, a really interesting person like just like Doyle I mean she she was involved with so much um she came from an, a, an okay family she she had a great love for reading when she was young and that definitely shows she started she she actually had a few kind of unsuccessful books uh, originally and then she was able in 1920 the mysterious affair at Styles was able to sort of come out so she was able to to really go there and she kind of has like a love-hate relationship in the same way Doyle did but she ended up uh, the Poirot's last appearance was in 1975, just a year before her passing um, in 76. Oh, wow. I know. Isn't that insane? I did not even realize that, like, you, you would have, you could have told me, like, oh, yeah, the last Poirot book was in 1812. And I would have been like, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but it's great. She she was immensely famous. Um, Poirot has been adapted. She, there was a play that was done, and then she was like, no, I'm going to do it. So she made, like, wrote a play, uh, countless movies, the successful BBC show, and, and a lot. Um, it's it's a lot of fun. I, I really enjoy these books. They hold up pretty well. There isn't um, too much kind of asynchronous uh, sentiments, but there is some. Um, if you feel, if you feel me on that, but it, it is it is quite good. Um, in fact, like the video games are still like being pumped out. Cami actually just got me the. Uh, there's a new one that just came out at the beginning of October. It's called the Early Cases of Hercule Poirot. So he's a young gentleman. Uh, I, I I was reading. They kind of time it that a lot of his stuff was done in like, like it's it's kind of contemporary. I think he dies in his in the 1940s. Is what they kind of said it as but if the way things were she kept writing because people kept wanting it so it was just really interesting but yeah i i i love it uh these things are just great christy herself was was wild and i i i wanted to talk a little more about her disappearance but it, it truly kind of ends at that uh it, it really seems to just come down to her husband um, essentially wanting to leave her they even had i think at least one child um, they had a little girl yeah yeah and so, I mean, I, I, I think she, she really didn't take that super great. But her second husband, she seemed to have uh, lived a great life with, and that's who where she got into archaeology. She traveled very frequently. She seemed like someone who would never read and or not re- read her own books and and go to the movies. She was she really much wanted to live and and loved traveling. She went to like uh, the Middle East a lot, um, where she did a lot of fun digs. Um, as they called them then, and um, they call them that now too. Yeah, it's true. That's true. I'm going on a dig later. Would you like to join me? But <laughs> yeah, uh, the Christie stuff holds up really well. There's a ton of modern adaptations. Um, there's some really wild stories, both fictional and like kind of documentary, about her disappearance. Like there's some straight up per- like fiction that's just kind of based on her disappearance, and they turn it into a Christie like book. So it's kind of weird that they were doing that. It's to show 19, yeah, the the late 1920s, her life kind of seemed to go around, but after her remarriage and um, she seemed to kind of reinvigorate herself uh, and move on and 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 it's really cool and i think her travels like really show uh, again in the books and and things like that so it's 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 a lot of fun like the the murder on the express express which is a great book and great film um that was in 1934 
And, you know, she was traveling all around the Middle East by train at that point for your archaeology. And so she had a great idea of how to do that. And there's really cool. There's there's a lot of foreign elements um, in her books and they're not just like kind of stuck. I, I kind of think like she probably did more for like UK Belgian relations than any other person in the world because that's Hercule Poirot is Belgian and there was a, there was a kind of a um I was reading she kind of chose that because of the war there was a connection to the Belgians um the the incidents of the Germans attacking them and things like that so there was there was already sort of a bond between the UK and Belgian but uh it, it just worked out and it, it oh it's just fun the they're Poirot is such a funny little character, and whether you're reading it or watching it, it holds up really well. There's even a Halloween episode. I actually saved it on my, like, queue on my library thing. I'm going to try and watch it. I'm sure it'll be fun. But, yeah, so I think that about covers everything I have. I I would highly recommend watching or reading or listening to any of the part or playing on on your your computer or PlayStation you can download Poirot games right now it's it's either there's the older one the ABC murders and then there's these newer ones and I'll I, you know I was looking Cammy I'll, I'll kind of attach this to the show and why I like Poirot the the new game especially emphasizes on like relating things Poirot he kind of like differentiates himself from um, Sherlock Holmes. Holmes is is very observant and and experienced. Poirot is very experienced. He brings into like a, a psychological aspect more. He's more about like the people. Like at the beginning of the murder, kind of um, try or uh, when he's when when Poirot first learns the murder, it takes a little time. And his friend Hastings calls him in. He's like, oh, I'll be careful. Hastings is like, I'll be careful not to you know mess up any footprints. And he Poirot's like, it doesn't matter. Like, what are we gonna do with the footprint? Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, like, like, let's, we got to look at other things. So it, it, he's very, Poirot is very practical, thinks logically. Sometimes like the books make me feel like, how was I supposed to know that Poirot? How was I supposed to know that? <laughs> but a lot of the times the connections are are pretty authentic and fun. And there's a, a, a twist, like in the, in the murder of the, uh, the Styles case, there's a fun twist that doesn't feel too like Shyamalani crazy and wild. It's, it's pretty understandable. And you're like, oh yeah, absolutely. So. I, I super encourage the looking into the, the either the movies, the show, or or the audiobooks, or reading it. You can do that too. You can read books. <laughs> but Cammy, thanks for giving that up. This this is Cammy's idea too. When we were looking at all this, so I didn't really know if we were going to have uh, a lot to talk about. But yeah, it, it she's a a great figure. It was one of my favorite episodes of Drunk History. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, that because is there was this one, and then there was something else on that one too that was just super interesting. I can't remember what it was now. Yeah. But. That's great. So, yeah, we've done uh, what was it? Mary Shelley with Frankenstein last week. We've got Christie and Poirot, and we uh, began with Holmes, right? Wasn't that it? With Do- Doyle, right. and we've got one more coming up. You'll see uh, the last week of the month, right? Yeah, twenty seventh, yeah, my birthday. Absolutely. That's when it's coming. So, <laughs> stay tuned for that. Let us know if you have any suggestions. We always appreciate it. Um, our description will have our link tree which will give you all of our social media links you can also hit us up mystery with an ie at gmail.com don't forget if you're on youtube let us know what you think comment like we are wanting to ramp up the youtubes a little more so let us know how we can improve cammy thank you and yeah all right well i think that covers it uh everyone we will see you next time Oh. oh Little Kaisers. Little Kaisers.